Apples. Apples. You sound like you're saying app balls. App balls. <laughs> so what we're doing is we are holding our tongue and saying apples. Yeah, we didn't just have a stroke or anything. We will give you two seconds to try it on your own. You're done. Okay, you're done. <laughs> All right. Is that, that was lame. It <laughs> <laughs> was boring. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's book is The Shadow Queen. Author is C.J. Redwine, which I really like her name because I like red wine. Yeah. Is it real? Is that really your name, C.J.? I wonder. Hmm. Hit us up. So the narrator is Christine Vam. Publisher is Tanter Audio. The release date for the audiobook is May 24th, 2016. So it's coming up when it's... No, it already surpassed its birthday. Yes. Good job. The duration is 11 hours and 29 minutes, and the genre is fantasy epic adaptations. Mm, yeah, which I didn't realize it was an adaptation until I read some of the reviews after I was already finished the book. Yeah, this, I think, I guess this was an ad- adaptation of Snow White. You would of course, guess right. I would guess right, but it was way better than Snow White. Yeah, I mean, 100%. If Snow White was originally written as the Shadow Queen... I would have liked her. Mm -hmm. I would have found her useful. She would have had a purpose in life. And I wouldn't just click her off a cliff. Yes. I said click her off a cliff. (laughs) You want to push her off a cliff? (laughs) I want to kick her. You want to kick her off a cliff. Kick her off a cliff. For our summary taken from Amazon, we have Lorelai Dietrich, crown princess and fugitive at large, has one mission. Kill the wicked queen who took both the Ravenspire throne and her father's life. To do that, Lorelai needs to use the one weapon she and Queen Irina have in common. Magic. Magic. She'll have to be stronger, faster, and more powerful than Irina, the most dangerous sorceress Ravenspire has ever seen. In the neighboring kingdom of Elder, when Prince Cole's father and older brother are killed by an invading army of magic-wielding ogres, also his mother, why is his mother excluded from this write-up? Very weird. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Usually the fathers are excluded. Yeah, that's in the true. Disney adaptations. Because they never existed. Mm-hmm. The second born prince is suddenly given the responsibility of saving his kingdom. To do that, Cole needs magic of his own. And the only way to get it is to make a deal with the Queen of Ravenspire. Promise to become her personal huntsman and bring her Lorelei's heart. But Lorelei is nothing like Cole expected. Beautiful, fierce, and unstoppable. And despite dark magic, Lorelai is drawn in by the passionate and troubled king, fighting to stay one step ahead of the dragon huntsman, who she likes far more than she should. Lorelai does everything in her power to ruin the wicked queen, but Irina isn't going down without a fight, and her final move may cost the princess the one thing she still has left to lose. Lose, lose, lose. <laughs> that was a hard one. I can see that why was, you passed it up. That was a long one. Mm-hmm. But it makes me want to read the book again. Right? Yeah, because it's a really good description. It's a really good description. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to talk tonight. <laughs> One and a half, not your father's mountain ale is too much. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. let, so let's talk about the performance of Miss Fem. Yes, yeah, Silent H. <laughs> I think she was 
wonderful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite so far of all the Snow Whites we've ever ridden. Red, red, not written. Apparently two is too much for you. My foot's asleep. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a hard one. <laughs> she is the best Snow White we have ever read. Yes. Or listened to. Or watched. Or watched or everything. She kind of reached deep down inside and she pulled that Snow White out from being an innocent little freak Stupid girl. Stupid <laughs> freak to a powerful, strong woman. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was totally obsessed with her voice. I thought she really did a great job capturing the naive Lorelai and then also the really fierce and just wicked Irina, who I actually liked. I loved Irina. You Wait, you yes. liked a bad person? I liked a bad person. I think you're rubbing off on me. Oh which my is, gosh. Can't tell if it's good or bad yet. But I think you liked her because of her storyline. Yeah. Which was going on. Yeah. Oh my God. I've never, except for Heartless, this kind of reminded me of Heartless in a way. There's this deep desire for this queen to be someone different, but she can't because she's too stuck being evil. Yeah. And there was that pull from her little bodyguard, who's Mm -hmm. also her lover. Victor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who kind of wanted her to be good and wanted her to run away with him and live happily ever after. But she was like, no, I have to make people puke up black apples Mm -hmm. and kill my stepdaughter yes she was like i need to make sure i own raven spire yes that's an independent woman she don't need no man she wants to ruin a world go ahead go ahead girl i I guess i guess so i guess hitler was an independent woman as well (laughs) strong independent woman (laughs) what she ruined a city well she wanted to get what was hers she destroyed the economy She made people magically puke things up from their from their throat area. Well, you know, strong independent <laughs> woman. <laughs> I'm just saying, Victor was like, "Please don't do this anymore." And she was like, "No, I I know what I got to do. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to make me happy." Yeah, exactly. And he sacrificed himself. He did. Which I don't think is a spoiler, just because we weren't really paying attention to Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we weren't. We were paying attention to Irina and Lorelai. See, I was... And Cole. I loved the relationship between Victor and Irina, and then also Cole and Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Those were very... Two strong relationships that I was kind of, like, keen in on. Yeah. As the audiobook progressed. Hmm. But, you know, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the voices that Christine was able to do mm-hmm. for all of the characters? She made me fall in love with Cole. She made me fall in love with Leo, Lorelai's oh, brother. Oh, Leo is my favorite voice. Oh my gosh! I, how how did you? I didn't fall in love with him because it was like a fifteen year old boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> who am I right now? <laughs> no, but he was like this. He was like, "Hey, Lorelai, what's up, dude?" No, he wasn't. No, but it was a good. I don't. I don't know how to do a fifteen year old boy. You voice. gotta make it deeper than your normal voice. Hey, Lorelai, what's up? What are you doing? I'm just saying, like, that's how he sounded. And Christine did a really good job making him sound so young and fresh and cool. If by fine you mean hideous, then yes, they are. Leo rubbed at the dirt he'd smudged on his face earlier in the afternoon. And I have several other excellent suggestions for names. The Plucky Pair, the Royal Robbers. Though, personally, I think that makes us sound too much like criminals. He was like one of the chill boys. 
who actually sounded like a man. He didn't sound like a 13-year-old girl. I beg to differ. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. But no, she did a really great job with Leo. Yeah. I liked Leo, and then I also really liked Lorelai's bird, Sasha. Oh my god, Sasha was my everything. She was my legit spirit animal. Yes. She was my favorite character because every time Lorelai was like, Sasha, she was like, Yeah. And she swooped down and she was like, stupid peasants. Yeah. And like, stupid little boys. Do you want a mouse for dinner? Do you want a a mouse for dinner, darling? And spoiler alert, Sasha does not die. No, thank God. I was so scared throughout the whole audiobook that she was going to die. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Hedwig five minutes into the Harry Potter book. Yeah. I was like, what? What? Don't get me attached to Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I love how Sasha was her first. There's, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but when. I don't know where you're going with this first thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lorelai was able to suck in her soul. What the? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she, yeah. And then she was able to hear Sasha's thoughts. And that's yeah. how Sasha was talking. She, Sasha never talked. They really. connected. Yeah. With each other because Lorelai saved her using her magic. Mm-hmm. So she like kind of healed Sasha and then they became, I Inclined, guess, I guess whenever you heal somebody with magic, you kind of take over their thoughts and you mm-hmm. become telepathic with yeah. each other. And so that's how, that was the actual voice that she was using for Sasha was the voice that Lorelai was hearing. Mm-hmm. And so I found that really awesome because no one else could hear Sasha talking except yeah. for Lorelai. Yeah. Gift for you. Dinner. Sasha's thoughts flitted through Lorelai's mind with quick precision. Thank you, but I don't eat mice. Strange human. Delicious smells. But the way that Christine did it, it made it feel like everyone could hear because Sasha also had the attitude Mm -hmm. to back it up. So CJ wrote this bird that had this sassy voice and persona. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Do you feel that Christine had a nice toned her voice or was there anything negative that you heard about it no weird pausing or no i didn't hear anything weird like i said i was completely obsessed with her voice from Mm -hmm. the beginning and i really thought she had just every character had a really clean sound to them Mm -hmm. even though some were supposed to be gritty and rough and tough she still achieved that but she was able to also be heard Mm -hmm. for that voice instead of grumbling and quiet and just kind of i don't know what is it not illegible but like what is it called when you can't hear somebody inaudible inaudible that's it yeah mm-hmm. she wasn't that yeah she wasn't inaudible. Mm-hmm. the way she read it sounded as if she read this book multiple times before yes which it, we, which we've with, kind yeah. of learned that most some do mm-hmm. some don't some don't some sound monotone but for christine it, her voice was just so effortless mm-hmm. in the way she just kind of read the story as well as reading all of the characters' different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I really liked how the book was very straightforward, too. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any confusing chapter descriptions. or We had the one book that had chapter one, and then it had subchapters within it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of confusing. Not the end of the world, but still kind of confusing. And I mm-hmm. really liked how Christine was able to use those chapters to kind of set up the next part of the story. She didn't just click out of a character when she read the chapters either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She just did a really great job reading CJ's work. Yeah. And CJ did a great job at writing it too. Exactly. I think they make a great pair. And you can tell that because when we posted on Twitter that we were reading this book or listening to it, CJ Redwine actually tweeted back and said, oh my God, I love my narrator. So yes. the fact that she made time to say, I really loved what my narrator did with my book, 
that just shows me that she has a great relationship with her. Yeah. They might not know each other personally, but I think CJ Redwine trusts Christine with her books now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of creating in my mind that they do brunch together. Ooh. Even if they don't. Mm-hmm. They do in my head. What did you think of Christine's interest in the book? What did you, Also, a new question. What did you think about CJ's interest in writing this adaptation, too? I think there was a lot of factors that went into it. And tell me if I'm wrong, CJ. But there was a lot of factors that influenced the writing of this book. To me, I was getting images of, I know you won't watch Game of Thrones right now, but I got a lot of Daenerys in my head when I was thinking about Lorelai. Just the idea of like, my throne was taken from me and I'm on my journey to get it back. Mm -hmm. I also think that CJ took Snow White's character and said there's a lot of good parts about her historically, but I want to make her better. I don't want to make her just the girl that falls asleep in the glass coffin and waits for a man to come kiss her. Yes. I also don't want her being surrounded by creepy seven creepy little men mm. saving her life, sweeping up after her. Yeah, four different times because mm-hmm. the girl doesn't know how to say no. Yes. Which sounds very inappropriate, but it wasn't. She tried to brush her hair with a poison brush and she died. Mm-hmm. So I really think that CJ was trying to take this character and say... There's more to her than what meets the eye. But to have Irina as a character, that was awesome too. To kind of see that evil character have a vulnerable side too. So there's a lot of things going on to create this new world from old characters. Mm-hmm. And I love the whole renaming of the names. Yes. Lorelai and then Irina. And, and Leo. The fact that she had his brother. Yeah. And then Gabriel. I love the relationship between Gabriel and Lorelai. Oh gosh. The per- that was when he my was, favorite. When he was retelling the story of her life, I was crying. I was I was cutting grass at this time. I, I was listening to cutting you grass. You always cutting grass. I know. It's a good time to listen to audiobooks. I was cutting grass crying when Gabriel was like, once upon a time, there was a girl, a princess, who was strong and independent. I was like, oh my God, I love yes. this. Yes. like, please, you're so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was a new spin because her father, obviously we know what happens to Snow White's father. Yeah. He dies. And the interesting thing is that in the beginning, the beginning of this book kicks off in a really cool action-packed way mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed because it got me hooked instantly. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of reviews online on Goodreads of people who really didn't like the book. Why would you not like this book? I can't remember because they were all stupid. But like, they said a lot of things about how it felt just kind of ripped off from certain things i'm gonna rip off their face right that's what i want to do with a dragon with coal i want him to like fire breathe their face that was off. another thing about game of thrones it's like i kept seeing dragons i was like oh, oh right God. and then she was like the only one to like calm coal down from being a dragon i was like yeah. come on daenerys yeah and one thing that i liked that i don't normally like and everybody probably knows that the romance between Lorelai and Cole mm-hmm. was actually real and it felt like it had the proper development. Mm-hmm. It felt that they had the chance meeting and then when they had their second meeting, it kind of really took off from there. Mm-hmm. They kind of learned to respect each other and trust one another mm-hmm. and really sort of fall in love for real. Yeah. There was a moment when Lorelai says, I've only known him for four weeks, you know? And it's like, girl, that's shorter than some storybook princesses. Exactly. And to, to have a character kind of doubt that relationship of saying, do I really like him? Do I really love him that much? I've only right. known him for four weeks. And then all of a sudden continue that relationship. It's... Yeah. Tell it to the girl and paper magician. Mm. Oh, God. Ugh. Miserable. Stab me with a pin. 
but I don't understand these people who thought it was a ripoff because I didn't think anything of it as Well, that's a the thing about adaptations is that this author who's incredibly talented mm-hmm. and imaginative put a new spin on it. Yeah. And it's not like anything I've read before. And I'm sorry if some other people have read similar things, but I haven't. And to me, it was a great adventure. I would love a dragon in the original Snow White. Yes. <laughs> Like, can the prince do something other than ride and fall off of his horse? Mm-hmm. And whistle and sing. While they work? Exactly. But no, I love the idea of just having this brand new world. And the only things that was ripped off from the story, the original story, was her hair was black as something something. And, and the mirror mirror. Yeah, the mirror mirror. But she didn't even say the mirror mirror on the wall. She just said, or the fairest, she just said, Who's like... the most magical... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But that was, those were the only two parts that were ripped off. And then the apple, but then the apple even had its spin on the spin to it, the black yes, apples. Yeah. She, CJ did an excellent job at making everything her own. And that's what I wish some of the other reviewers, and I understand like Goodreads, not to be ageist, but I feel like Goodreads is a lot of 16 year olds. Oh, yeah. Who just get these kind of book review famous. Mm-hmm. And then they feel then that their opinion is the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people kind of validate them or try to validate them because they're like, oh, you're a famous book reviewer on Goodreads. But to a certain point, some of them hurt the book reviews and the book world because they're unable to separate what they've read before and look at this as a standalone work. This is CJ's book. This isn't somebody's other work that they have created mm-hmm. and i'm just reading a sequel to it this is a new author this is a new sort of world that you're yeah. being introduced into so mm-hmm. speaking of standalone i love the fact that this was a standalone book mm-hmm. i didn't have to wait for three or four sequels to come out it was just it was perfect and it ended up in a nice little box with a nice little ribbon yeah and it was just beautiful. Yeah, I liked that because I kind of was afraid when I saw Ravenspire Part 1 <sighs> that we were getting into another series that we were never going to finish. Me too. It totally terrified me. But supposedly, I, and I don't know, I haven't done enough research, all of her books take place in Ravenspire? All of the, I think, Ravenspire books yeah. do. So like the, the Rumpelstiltskin one is a different town somewhere mm-hmm. that we might have heard of in Shadow Queen. Yeah. I'm not sure. But that's Ravenspire 2, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Is yeah. it you, you wish or something? Yeah, you wish or I wish or something, something about a wish. But that's definitely on our on our checklist or our wish list. Oh! Ooh. Let's talk more about getting a clear picture of the novel in the 11 hours and 29 minutes. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. The best thing about this audiobook was there weren't many places we had to go with the characters. There weren't yeah. many confusing places where they ended up. Mm-hmm. It was very straightforward. They were on the run. They were in the hideout, making their way towards Ravenspire. Yeah. Which I really liked that journey going towards the main place. Yeah. An idea of where they were, when they were, who was around them. I did feel like I didn't get enough of the castle. Mm. I really like a good castle description. You like Good Castle? Mm-hmm. I like Good Castle. And I feel like that was kind of maybe missing, but I mean, it made up for it in the journey through the woods mm-hmm. and the different fighting sections that took place in the woods and how that one part where the statues like came to life oh, yes. and attacked Lorelai and Cole. Oh my God. So good. The descriptions were amazing. They, mm-hmm. they were next level for the woods. And the positive thing here is that Christine Vam was very clear in her diction 
Yeah. And was able to describe all those Mm -hmm. exotic places and intense scenes to us clearly. Yeah. And I never was ever confused about what was happening. I never had to rewind and go back unless I really liked a part and wanted to re-listen to it. Yes. Christine's diction was very clear and precise. I could see visually in my head as she was describing it to me every place that she was describing. Yeah. I think that went hand in hand with the pausing as well because Mm -hmm. she was able to read something let us soak it in with just enough time and then continue on. I didn't have to speed this up at all. No, I didn't. I didn't speed it up at all. Which is shocking for you. Very shocking. And to kind of lead us to our next question about was it too long or too short? No. It wasn't. It was perfect. Yeah. And to be honest, 11 hours is getting a little too long for me. But this one. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Kind of just flew by. It did. I was I was impressed with it because sometimes there can be books that have too much action in it. They have too much going on. It's too confusing or it's just really boring. Ugh. I think you know which one I'm thinking about. Yes. But this one was really, really great. Mm-hmm. It had the action. It had the character development. It had the romantic development. And it had Irina getting plenty of time to be the evil queen that mm-hmm. she was. Yes. And it also had a downfall for her, mm-hmm. which I really, really liked and which I think not a lot of the fairy tales have is that Irina's downfall wasn't just this person, it was her own magic. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. It was interesting that her magic had kind of a cap on it. There was a lot of comparisons for me with this and Once Upon a Time Mm. with Regina. Yeah. And that idea of my magic defines me and will I get my happy ending? Mm -hmm. I can see other influences that CJ may have had for this story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think she took them and she twisted them more than enough into her own sort of mold. Mm -hmm. So how did you listen to this? I listened to this book while I was at the gym and also editing a wedding, Hmm. which is sort of my go-to now. Mm -hmm. I, like I said before, I listened to this cutting grass. A majority of the time I was cutting the grass with this. (laughs) Unfortunately, it took me about a week maybe two weeks to finish because I went to Charleston and then I also went to New Jersey within the same week. So I couldn't listen to my audiobook. No one wanted to listen to audiobooks. (sighs) Edward. No, actually he did want to listen to audiobook, but not this one. He wanted to listen to the Simon book that he enjoyed. Is that that gay detective? No, that's Foxy. I'm waiting for you guys to listen to that gay detective (laughs) book. I want it so bad. He was like, can we listen to Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda? And I said- Oh, that one. "Mm -hmm," Because he really enjoyed that one. And I said, no, I'm halfway, I'm like three hours from being finished Shadow Queen. So we didn't listen to any audiobooks on the vacation. But I did finish this book on the lake in New Jersey. Oh, that's pretty. It was so nice and romantic by myself in a chair. Nice and romantic by yourself. Enjoying myself with my stories? Yes. Mm -hmm. You're like a 90-year-old with Young (laughs) and the Restless. (laughs) I a love good, it. a good soap opera. Mm-hmm. We were on Highland Lakes, New Jersey, looking out the lake, reading, listening to my books. Perfect. So, how much do you want this to be a movie? Very much. I actually want it to be a TV show. That would probably be better because we would get like probably ten hours. Mm-hmm. Ten hours of Lorelai. Yes, that kicking journey. Butt, taking names, getting Irina down. I think I think it would be a really great TV show. Yes, I really think so. Yeah. Even on the CW, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CW is putting out masterpieces. They are. Have you seen Riverdale? Yes. 
<laughs> so would you shelf this or shove this? Definitely gonna shelf it. I'm shelfing this. I'm shelfing yeah. all the copies. Yeah. I wish that they had different colors for the apples because I would collect them all. Oh, yes. But... I want to shelf this so hard that I'm automatically going to shelf other CJ Red wine books. Yes. I mean, I already started looking at her library for us. Yes. So we're going to do more. Put all her on our wish list. Yeah. So that kind of wraps it up for us at Audio Shelf here today. I can never think of clever things to say (laughs) for the Facebook and Twitter things. We took a bite out of that one today. That don't sound cheesy. Yep. Yep. We got to stop right there. An audio shelf podcast a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. That was, I mean, I liked it, but <laughs> it was still kind of, I don't know. <laughs> if you want to stay up to date with the magic that audio shelf is putting out there, whether it's dark, such as our Thursdays, mm-hmm. or nice and light and bright, like our Mondays, you can follow us on Twitter at audio shelf me and like us on Facebook. And then also subscribe to us on iTunes, Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Hmm. Thank you for that. You put a spell on me. Ooh. (laughs) And now you're mine? Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of the, you're mine, you're mine. If you would like two free audiobooks, please go. So long. So long. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I always try to think of what they said, too. I know, me too. I'm not going to think of it. Me neither. If you want to continue that magic, go on our website and click on the Audible affiliate link to download free books. That's right. You heard it here first. Free books. Free books. If you click on the Audible affiliate link and download a 30-day free trial from Audible, you get two free books. 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 That's spelling. <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing. Until next time. (laughs) (laughs) How are we going to end this? Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. What is your favorite apple? Oh, it took me a second to not just be like apples. I think I like the red delicious apples because mm, they're I, big and the juicy. Yeah, I like empire apples because they cheap. You get a bag. I like, have literally never heard of empire apples, so I think you, you you're getting them off the side of the street. Nope. And you probably have food poisoning. Nope, I get them at BJ's and they actually discontinue That's them. That's the problem because they be so cheap. So do you want me to read the stats? Do you want do you want to read the stats or do you want me to read the stats? I kind of want to read the stats because that's a lot of words. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a lot of words, Brad will be reading the stats. Yes, because I'm I, I stutter. The narrator of this book is Christine. Hav- <laughs> I knew I meant to listen to it. I meant to listen to it and I didn't. It's probably like Voom. 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 Just Voom. Kill the wicked queen. Ooh, wow. <laughs> why does this? Why is this broken up like this? That is weird. <laughs> Audio shelf brought to you by Not Your Father's Hill. and not brought to you by and not not brought to you by. <laughs> she was my favorite character. Favorite. Oh, I had to breathe. <laughs> I had to breathe.
Did you yawn, Eddie? <laughs> there was a deep breath. It's okay, I had to breathe too. <laughs> Blooper. Edward? <laughs> your feet. Don't straight. stop moving. You're making my ears itch. Oh my goodness. Are you gonna sit back? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Making me nervous. You're me all about the bloopers today. Where were we? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, clear picture. Oh, you were saying that Christine's diction. Her diction. <laughs> yes, her diction. And I could. I, uh, what does that question even mean? Oh. <sighs>